What's up, homies and homelets? Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. All right, we're going to get right into it. All right, now, what I'm going to mention is something that a lot of people fail to realize, and that is having class and manners. And, you know, that's not really something with, with that's in the eye of the beholder. It's something that people are losing. You can hold a door open for someone, and they'll just walk right by you and not give a fuck. They won't say thank you. Or they might step on your foot and you'll be like, whoa. And then they'll just walk by you. They won't even consider that you're there. It's like we live in a world that is so, like, it's weird. Like, I don't know how we're losing our humanity, but it's happening slowly. You know what I mean? Social media has a lot to do with it. Just, you know, and, and technology and people being distracted. But that's not a good enough, like, excuse you know, telling someone there's a, there is so much power in telling someone, thank you. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's not that you're submitting and being like, I'm a bitch. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> you're telling someone, you know, that, you know, even telling someone, thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. That's based. That's telling them in those few words. There's so much power in that, man. You don't know what somebody's going through. They probably been making chicken sandwiches in the kitchen at McDonald's all day sweating and people been yelling at them, and you say, hey, take your time, man. It's okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what? I'm going to give this dude a blessing. I'm going to give him a free large fry for that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. You know how many times I got free apple pies and cookies? And I'm not saying do it for free shit. I'm just saying be kind <laughs> because the world is losing that. That's real. They're losing it, man. Day mm-hmm. by day. And and I wish it was legal to beat up teenagers because they are the worst pieces of shit. <laughs> like, they will literally be like, my bad, dude. And it's like, you don't really give a fuck. You're just saying it to be cool with your friends. And it's like, man, I be wanting to ask them, like, how old are you, bro? Like, are you 18? Mm-hmm. Like, you know I can slap the fuck out of you right now for that? Yeah. But you know what? I just realized that we live in a generation where a lot of parents aren't doing their job. And, and, and... It's just it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. What's what's your take on that, man? Yeah, I agree, man. It, it, it's it's a really a generational thing. Um, you you can see. I don't know what it has. I don't know why this um idea is so prevalent today, but it's almost surprising when someone does show that kind of gratitude or you know that kind of uh respect or um whatever you would call it. Um, you know, sometimes you would, I have like friends that are, you know, closer to my age that still, they're still a yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, man. No, no man type of person. Yeah. Or, you know, super appreciative of, um, whatever a person does. Or even, I I remember an instance when I was working, when I was working on the, um, so you think you can dance on the TV show. And I was working with a lot of kids and the kids were anywhere from about, uh, 10, 11 to, I think the oldest person was 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, you know, that this is, that's like the perfect age where parents are still teaching their kids, yeah. you know, you know, basic things like saying thank you, um, yeah. you know, just certain manners and stuff like that. And I remember once I was, um, basically I was like the water boy for the dancers on the show. Yeah. And I had like just certain snacks at a, you know, a, a small table set up in there. And, um, you know, I would make sure to, you know, after they do their routine, I'll get them water and stuff like that. And I remember once, um, 
It was a, like all the kids had came down. They grabbed snacks and stuff like that. And you know how it is when you're a kid, you're on the go. You just, you know, you might drink your Gatorade and just set it on the table yeah. and um, not even think twice about putting it back. So what ended up happening is, uh, you know, most of the kids they had to catch the bus to their, you know, they're on a strict work work schedule. They can't, you know, for child labor laws and stuff. So mm-hmm. on a strict schedule, so they have they all had to leave. And I think all the kids had left, all the parents had left, everyone had left out, and I was in there cleaning up. And then this one little um, light-skinned black girl came back, and she grabbed her little uh, trash or whatever, and she threw it away. And it was it was probably a you know a good five ten seconds after after they had walked out, and I was just like, dang, I was like, yeah, it was just a trip like seeing that, and I was just like, I was really amazed at that. So it's yeah. definitely the you know the parenting is yeah, but but you being amazed by that is a sad part actually. Yeah, because you should not be shocked by somebody doing something so mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. That's like <laughs> I don't know. That's just like this is gonna sound like a bad analogy, but it's just like taking a dump and flushing the toilet. You're not gonna leave all that in there for somebody else to see. You know that that's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't get why it's so uncommon for these things to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't have to twist somebody's arm to throw away their own damn trash. Yeah. And w- what I've seen many times is where you go over a buddy's house. I remember this a lot in college. Um, you go over a friend's house, and it's it's a bunch of guys in there, like, uh, you know, football guys. Like, I don't know how many listeners to this are familiar with it, but if you ever went to either any college campus and you got a football team or basketball team, they usually get these guys... Uh, uh, either in the dorms or they get them in a big house and they get like five or six guys per house or eight mm-hmm. guys, depending on how big it is. Mm-hmm. Now, a prime example would be for, you know, Bakersfield, California. There's uh, uh, the college campus of Bakers- uh, Bakersfield College. Around the, the campus, they got uh, houses there, housing for the football players. And we used to go to the football parties there. And I, I remember it's just ridiculous. I understand none of us are perfect. You know, as a man, you pee on the toilet, okay? Wipe that shit off. <laughs> Wipe that shit off. We all miss our targets, okay? And it's like, the it was so much piss that it was like drying up, turning yellow. And I'm just like, bruh, like, if you ever do that, wipe it off. And it's just like, it just shows how much manners a lot of people don't have. Yeah. You know, it may sound like an extreme example I'm giving, but it's just... It's common courtesy. Why would you pee on somebody's toilet and leave it there? And don't do to at your friend's house, man. Well, just <laughs> <laughs> wait till you go home. <laughs> you know what? I I, I, I disagree because I, you know if it's your boy, you know you know he got to use the bathroom. He gonna he gonna do his thing. You know if he got like a brotherhood. If, I mean if he got like a like a shitty ass, like he's just a dirty person. Then I think you both understand that you don't want this motherfucker at your house. But if it's just your boy, you know, then I mean, you guys understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I, you were kind of like I seen, I seen people that have known each other for years. Like, bro, like make sure you flush the toilet, man. <laughs> like, don't plug up my toilet, bro. Like, don't plug it up, you know, shit yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's just about common courtesy, um, and I have seen some. It's more common now, actually, that I see kids not really being very kind a lot of it has to do with my generation for some reason because i'm 33 and a lot of the kids growing up 
you know, they're, you know, 12. Or most people my age that have kids, their oldest is like 13, 12, 11, right in there. And those little brats, they're not really paying attention based on the fact that their parents are just, they're like, they're in their phone. They're always taking selfies. And it's like, bro, you too old to be doing this. Yeah. Like you should emphasize more on, you know, uh, uh, teaching your kids like values. Yeah. I'm not trying to tell someone how to be a parent, but I'm thinking about how I was raised. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't I didn't have perfect parents by any means, but they taught me the values and principles that I use to this day. Mm-hmm. I always not because I'm being fake, but I always excuse me. Thank you. Sorry about that. Excuse me, brother. Oh, take your time. It's cool. I'm not in a rush. It's cool. Things like that. If somebody's making your food as well, you go to college, then you, I, don't care, I don't care whatever bullshit place you go to eat. You're going there because they provide you a service and you're providing them money to, to, to provide that service. Mm-hmm. So if you could have made the food better, then you go home and make your own shit. Man. Don't don't sit there yelling at people because your McDouble was cold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a cheap ass cheeseburger. You mean you're going to be yelling and screaming for $2? Are you that broke? <laughs> You could go home and make your own shit. If you got a problem, either get your money back or you ask them politely, is there any way you could, you know, possibly, you know, make uh, make it fresh, you know? And if they give you attitude and just stop them right there and say, look, I'm sorry. Can you just give me my money back? Because they might have a bad day and put a burger in your, a booger in your burger. Or they might scratch their butt and make you a butt burger. You know, you don't double want bu- that. Double booger burger. Yeah, double booger burger with uh, Mac sauce. <laughs> So just, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, my burger's slimy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you got anything else to add on the on the, the this here? On that? Um no, nah, I think we touched it all, man. Yeah. So I mean at the end of the day, I think it's important that you don't wave don't waver from what you've been taught as far as being kind to people. Mm-hmm. And I and I understand this is such a basic thing to touch on, mm-hmm. but for Christ's sake, man, people don't do it. Yeah, they don't, man. They don't. All right, moving along. And this this is gonna piss some people off, but I'm gonna be completely honest, and I'm gonna give you some background on it too. Smoking weed. Okay. Do I have a problem with anyone smoking marijuana? No, not at all. My father's been a a, a weed smoker for years. Okay, and most of my buddies growing up smoked weed for years. Okay, my whole thing is this: I feel like weed is something you should you should do more or less in not the confines of your home, and but just more or less on a low key tip. Because I got some homies that smoke, but nobody really know about it. Because they just you know turn some oldies on and smoke a blunt, and then just post up and chill. Me, I've never smoked weed. That don't make me better than nobody else because I've drank alcohol before. And that's actually, alcohol is worse than weed in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, it could really mess you up. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. The people that get on social media and post bags of, and duffel bags of weed and fucking, I'm smoking some blueberry chocolate kush, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, there's so many different strains of weed, like, Back in the day, you know, I'm not a, a weed scholar, but I know all they had is like, we got some Doty, we got some stress, we got, but now they got, I need some triple blackberry orange kush, uh, let me get some of that Dr. Phil kush, yeah, yeah, you're like, Dr. Phil, nigga, what did you just say? Let me get it a little bit of that Steve Harvey. 
<laughs> oh man yeah so it's just like my thing is with the whole weed smoking thing is I don't understand why people glorify it yeah like it, first of all you know they're cracking down on it and it's not really legal in addition if you want to have any type of professional career it's not smart now if your career is not going to be affected by you smoking weed then do you but I have not seen too many people that are regular weed smokers that are doing that great I know that sounds bad. I know that sounds wrong to say that, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. Because if you and I think it's dumb too when you really put it out there too much. Because your job, somebody at your job can see that you're smoking weed, and although even some places that it's legal, there is still a drug-free policy at your job. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one person to snitch on you, and your ass is grass. So the whole weed smoking thing in public to me, I just don't get it. I don't really understand it, and it's just like, come on, man. Yeah, I think I think the thing with me is, um, <clears throat> yeah, like you were saying, smoke weed, do whatever you want to. It's just just the the idea that um, it's so prevalent on social media, yeah, commercializing. Yeah, like you 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 basically um, you became like a a uh, I don't know like. They sponsoring you or something. You the way they the way that people advertise is like almost like you getting paid to promote weed or something yeah. like that. Sponsored by Wiz <laughs> <Ms>. Khalifa. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like and and honestly, like generally people don't care what you're doing with your life. Yeah, and they really don't care about like whatever strain of weed you're smoking. Nah, how good you can roll a joint or. <laughs> If you can blow an O with a, <laughs> like the, people just don't care, and you know, I guess you could post whatever you want to on social media. That's exactly, you know, it's your prerogative. But I'm just here to let you know that no one really cares if you, <laughs> what kind of weed you're smoking. And I imagine, and and I know for a fact, you know, especially in Hollywood, like everyone smokes weed, but you know, I w- there is a there is a correlation between like success in what you post on your social media yeah so definitely. maybe even barack obama smokes a little bit of weed but yeah no I one think, would ever i think he smoked a lot of weed <laughs> no one would ever know you know what i mean and that you know, that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that you know and that's saying something because you know they they got their priorities straight and they know the perception of you know what it's like to yeah you know, post some Okay, you know what? I hate I to think say his daughter got caught smoking I, I, weed at a was, festival or something. His like daughter that. was partying; she was drinking. I'm pretty sure she was smoking weed. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, man. It, unfortunately, in reality, perception is reality. It is not reality, in fact, but perception is reality. So I understand that a person that's smoking weed that doesn't make them a bad person, not at all. A lot of people I know, really cool people, smoke a lot of weed. But it's just like it's just like somebody walking into a job interview and they're sagging their pants. Mm-hmm. How fucking serious can you take somebody when their ass cheeks is out? And yeah. it's like, sir, I'm here for a job. <clears throat> and you're like, man, mm-hmm. if you're here for a job, then why are your fucking your, your ass crack showing, man? Mm-hmm. You know, how seriously can you take someone that's always smoking weed? You know, you can't claim to say you want, you know, I'm not saying we, we all want different things. Mm-hmm. But it's there, like you said, there is a correlation between how you conduct yourself and you know what and 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 how successful you can be. Yeah. And it's unfortunate a lot of people, 
you know, and I, I brought it up one time on Facebook quite a while back, and this dude was like, well, they ain't supposed to be looking on my Facebook anyways. And I'm thinking like, bro, that's your logic, okay? Yeah. That's your logic. But if you have given anyone at your job a problem or they don't like you, they're going to find your shit. Yeah. Because people are nosy. We live in a world where people want to know everything about you for no reason. Yeah. People are very nosy. Even though it benefits you none to be nosy, people are nosy as fuck. So keep your shit private. I see the weed. And it doesn't matter who you add. People say, then why do you have them on Facebook? It could be your own family. I see shit from my own family. I'm like, bro, like, is that necessary? Mm -hmm. The weed shit, man? You got a family and you over here blowing up. I just smoked four blunts. You could say I'm in outer space. I'm like, that's comedy. <laughs> no, nigga, you live in Bakersfield. You are not in outer space right now. Put the goddamn blunt down. Fuck. It's just the, the weed thing, man. And it is hard to take someone serious yeah. when they smell like weed and their eyes is closed and they talking to you all slow. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't I'm not saying I'm disrespectful to them. I'm simply stating it's hard to take them serious. Mm. It's like you are constantly in party mode. Pe like people say weed is not a drug. Okay. I could I would second that. I don't believe it's really a drug, but it is because y'all motherfuckers stay smoking weed. Yeah. I think that it, it's it's like people smoke weed like people smoke cigarettes. They're, and they both could be considered drugs. It's just one is government controlled and the other one isn't. Mm -hmm. You know, they make money off tobacco, but they don't make that make money off weed. And now they're trying to shut the whole weed shit down, which is crazy to me. But yeah, these weed shops are shutting down. Yeah, weed shops shutting down. They're attacking weed shops. Mm -hmm. That was appalling to me. I, I thought that was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. As much corruption as we have in this country. And in this, in this city alone, you want to attack the poor little weed guy? Crazy. Yeah, the weed guys are supplying people with some weed, man. Well, at least the people that is, you know, slinging out of their trunk got a job again. But yeah, but then be the people with the best weed, I guess. Actually, I heard the weed shops had some really good stuff. Well, basically, all the people that were selling out of their trunk just converted their, you know, illegal yeah. practices into a brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Shout out to, uh, you know, all the entrepreneurs out there. That's yeah. Definitely, man. I definitely support it. I, I mean, <laughs> the whole the weed shop concept, I, th I think it's awesome, personally. <clears throat> you know, I'm not a weed guy, but you know what? If you turn that into a career, I say you smoke weed all fucking day. If you want to test your product out, you want to make sure you, you want to know how trippy you get off that shit, <laughs> smoke it all day. But for Christ's sake, if you're working... You're working a professional job. Don't come in smelling like weed. Yeah. That's that in itself is ridiculous. You have a problem. Yeah. You know the alcohol people people uh, in between their days at work they drink a forty ounce or some shit. You need help. I even know I, I my little brother he was um my I had a friend that lives in the same city and he has he has like a pretty good job. He works at like a furniture store or something like. And um, he was like, yeah, my friend was telling me like, yeah, I can get you on. I was like, man, I don't really live out there and I don't plan on going out there. But yeah. my little brother is out there. And uh, I told my little brother about it. I gave him the link to the website. He was like, hey, man, do they test for um, do they do they do a drug test? 
and then I asked my friend and my friend was like yeah they do like a few random ones and then I told my little brother and then that was pretty much the end of his opportunity of getting a job because he wouldn't have passed that drug test uh, so basically he missed out on an extremely good job because uh, he don't want to put down a Mary Jane <clears throat> yeah I just think that it's not only we but you have to determine in your mind what's more important as an adult you come to the crossroads man and you're like look what am I doing that's not propelling me forward? And you have to be honest with yourself. And if you want to smoke weed, and I'm telling you, there's definitely a correlation between progression and, 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 and maintaining the same practices that are holding you back. Mm -hmm. And I know some people that don't smoke weed no more. They, they, don't, uh, they don't do any of the things that didn't allow them to progress. And I'm telling you right now, Putting that joint down itself can definitely help you progress because a, a lot of the world's going to open up. But it's like if you can't pass a drug test, then how far can you really get? You know, if you're if you're a successful musician, OK, then you don't need a drug test. But how rare is that? We don't got the next Snoop Dogg walking around. Have you heard these local rappers? Jesus. <laughs> They sound like somebody beating the shit out of them while they're on the mic. <laughs> and it's like, bro, they are not, they are, they're smoking a ton of weed and they're like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. And you'd be like, doing what? They'd be like, you know, I'll just do my thing. I'm just thinking like, man. I'm going to get mine. Yeah, I'm going to get mine. It's like, bro, <laughs> like, this nigga ain't got no job. <laughs> Anyways, but that's just how I feel on it. Not from a judgmental standpoint, but just because. I've seen many of my friends and whatnot that smoke and they glorify it. And it's like, it's not really, it's not really like a motivational tool to do things. Mm -hmm. If you work in, if your line of business allows you to smoke weed, I say, keep on smoking. But if it's holding you back, you need to stop fucking with it. Period. Yeah. That's real. <sighs> Anything else to add on that dude? No, sir. All right, man. All right, switching lanes. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> All right, man. This this one here is it's not controversial, but it, it's definitely something to think about. The N word, the word nigga. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to tackle this first? Nah, go for it. All right. Man. All right. <clears throat> the word nigga. I personally feel people say this word because it's cool. It's a cool word. I'm saying, and I'm, and when I was a kid, nobody said nigga but black people. I'm talking about, and it was not used as like, for us, it was a sign of endearment because we basically flipped it. Mm -hmm. It went from being used as a racial term, and we flipped it back and was like, instead of nigger, nigga, you know what I'm saying? And we don't even abuse the word like that. It's like, oh man, this nigga's crazy, you know? And even my dad's era and before that, when they said nigga, it was never in a bad way now the old folks like my grandfather they hate the word because they grew up at a time where it was so racist and the segregation and 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 it was bad so they didn't want to even hear the word and the only time they've experienced that word when they were on the receiving end of it yeah but what happened over time is hip-hop came into the fold and hip-hop is so cool and everybody likes hip-hop you know, black, white, Asian, Mexican, everybody love it. And as time progressed, I start hearing, you know, I start hearing like a Mexican dude would say the N word. And I'm just like, 
you really say that? You know, and it's like, I'm talking about like in 2000. I start hearing other people say nigga like in 2003 is when I heard, but it wasn't as normal. People still didn't say the N word like that. Mm-hmm. Then 2005, now a lot of people said nigga. Now 2008, everybody said nigga. And now I was like the alley around the corner from my house. It was this Asian kid. He said nigga about 50 times in one sentence. That's and so I'm like, wild. yo, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you straight up, this is how I feel about that. People, more or less, will love, uh, they will love not only hip hop, but just like black culture in general, whether it be, you know, uh, basketball, although basketball is not exclusively a black sport, it's dominated by black men. And then you got football, which is the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then you got all these things, entertainment, you know, people love Kevin Hart, shit like that. And they, people even say the N-word. But when it comes to black issues where a black man is shot or some shit goes on, people be like, man, there they go complaining again. And it's like, <laughs> if you in, if you are if you are a part of the culture or you claim to be a part of the culture, then why do you look at things objectively when a black person is in, in like being shot or mm-hmm. something is happening to somebody black? You, people don't give a fuck, but they will say the N word literally ninety motherfucking times. I don't yeah. understand why that is. Yeah, I, this is how I see it. I say the N word. I don't say it too much. You know, we're having a little conversation. I jokingly said it. It is not a part of my regular vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And you know. And I'm not saying that as a black man, I own the N-word. But for Christ's sake, man, people need to lay off. Yeah. Like, dude, and I had somebody call me a nigga one day, and I was like, hey, brother, my name is Eddie, man. <laughs> it was a not, even That's if you real. black, yeah. and you come up, hey, my nigga, I'm gonna be like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, yo, what's up, man? My name is Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just come at me with that, like, one, I gotta know you. Two, it's like a vibe. Mm-hmm. You don't just, you don't have a, you don't have a, um, you know, a real like intellectual, like conver- in depth conversation and be like, yeah, definitely the, the stock market's going up. And yeah, nigga, yeah, n- you're like, you don't do that. <laughs> you are more or less having a playful conversation when you say these words. Yeah. Even as a black man, I'm just trying to figure out how, you know, as far as, as, as far as a black culture is concerned or the culture in general, which involves more than just black people, you know, but at the same time, why is it that the N word is used so much when it was when it was de- it was derived from black culture, but yet when something happened to somebody that's black, everybody like, oh god, like, you know, what did they do to deserve this? Oh, we need to wait till all the news comes out before we say something. There, there, there they go protesting again, and it's mm-hmm. like you just said nigga ninety times. <laughs> you listen to rap all day, but then when something happened on the news, you the first one to be write black people off. I don't get it, man. And you know, yeah. my thing is, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad for nothing. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to comprehend what's going on with that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think the time, the timeline for me, I remember, like in elementary school, like fifth, sixth grade, we would like, we would really like get mad if people said it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, man. Like people, would, we would really like. There was like little kids that would jokingly say like. We would like physically punch them for saying it, and mm-hmm. then it came to like middle school, and then like people were saying it so often, it was like you can't 
fight everybody in the no, world for, or you no. can't check everybody in the world for saying it. No. And then it was kind of just like, man, like I give up. Like I don't, I, you know, I don't have the energy to, you know, tell, check everybody for saying it. Exactly. <clears throat> and then, you know, like less and less people started, you know, caring, I guess. But in, in, in reality, you don't, you know, like I said, I don't check everybody that say it, but when certain people say it, like it just feels weird. It's not, it's not, it's not genuine. Yeah, like I, I, there's these little Mexican kids running around outside of our house, and that was saying "nigga" like twenty times, and like "come here, nigga, come here, nigga, come here, nigga," and it's just like it just it just feels so fake, you know what I mean? And and, and yeah. it, it's just a tone when you say it too, to where you feel, you know, if it's like a person that you know is from the culture or not, and it's just I don't know, it's just a weird feeling. It's it's something that you can only experience if you're black, because you know. True. You know, like, just the, like a tone, um, like you can say it, like, like it's just a subtext to it, to where exactly it sounds so many. And one thing I do want to say is that the word nigga and nigger, there is, um, there's, there's not really a difference. Like there is a difference in, in the way that people have, um, defined it in today's terms but in reality like in the slave days they were called niggas also like they weren't just called niggers and it didn't just happen in 2003 where people was like man we should take the er off of it and add an a and it should be cool and it's not racist no more like people was cracking more whips and calling them niggas just the same as they do they do today it's just the way that you know you would Typically, people don't say ER in most other and and most things they say. So yeah, that's you know, there's not really a difference there. We yeah. don't really say we don't call each other niggers just because like that's just not not the way people talk. Not yeah. just because we change the way it sounds. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Hmm. And you know, the word nigga is not a part of my everyday vernacular. You know, I, I'm not like ah, I wake up in the morning, ah, nigga, I'm about to have a good day. You know? <laughs> This is not my thing. And yeah. you know, another thing is this. Culturally, we all have certain things that we say and do. Whether you're black, Latino, white, Asian, whatever you are. Let's just imagine that, uh, let's say uh, white people said uh, Jiminy Crickets, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you hear a bunch of black people saying Jiminy Crickets. Mm-hmm. White people are going to be like, when did they start saying that? Yeah. Because it's, 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 def- it's not, I'm not saying it. You couldn't say it. It's just the fact that when culturally you've been saying something for decades and nobody else said it, and now people are saying it, you're just mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Like, as a black person, man, I'm telling you, like, you're looking at this differently if you're not black. You're just like, I don't see what the big deal is. I don't see what the big deal. But it's just that culturally, when you've done something and you see people doing it, but they are really not in the black culture. It's kind of just weird. Like I would say, I would say too that the whole ER and A thing, only people that aren't black define it like that. That's very true. I've yeah. never been like, oh, you cool, you can say the A. Yeah. I mean, don't don't <laughs> say the ER though. That sounds a little different. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, nah, bro, like my nigga, like my homie. Yeah, and I'm just like, bro, like I just said, all right, yeah, man, just call me Eddie, man. <laughs> just call me Eddie, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's a touchy topic for people, but like, this is my podcast. I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying yeah. to tell you how I feel. 
in regards to it. Do I feel like offended? I won't say offended. I feel bothered by it. Cause it ain't nothing I could do about it. It's not like I could walk and tell every person, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you saying nigga, man, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. I just get I get annoyed when I see the same person saying nigga 90 fucking times. And then you see you turn on the news and you see something happening to uh, you know, it could be an innocent, uh, it'd be like a uh like Tamir Rice that's like 12 years old to get shot by the police for no reason. And then they'd be like, well, what was he doing? You know, he probably was a thug or something like that. I'm thinking like, this same motherfucker just said nigga 50 times, but you see a black person affected by something. So you mean you could dive into black culture enough to say nigga, but you don't give a fuck about black people. That's crazy. Please help me understand this. Please help me understand this. I feel like Chris Rock. Please let me understand (laughs) what's going on. Because I don't fucking, I don't get it, man. And I'm sure somebody listening to it is going to be like, oh, wow, man, Eddie, I, Eddie lost me here. He's not making not making any sense. Well, if I don't make sense to you, man, I don't apologize. Because <laughs> you just won't get it, and it's okay. Yeah. Got anything else to add on that, man? Nope. All right, man. That's good, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what switching gears switching gears hold on one second there was there was there's definitely something i had to mention in regards to oh yes the facebook thing with mark zuckerberg Ah. that facebook privacy issue yeah um how comfortable or uncomfortable do you feel about your information being shared on social media I, i think honestly we're all we're all in the same situation in regards to your privacy. Once mm-hmm. you sign any any document online, your shit's up in the air. It's connected mm-hmm. to your phone number. Your phone number is connected to your bank account. All this shit's connected. Yeah. So don't be one of those <clears throat> those dumb people on social media like they ain't getting my information because I did this and I did and it's like people really believe they're being private. Once you're on social media, once you purchase a smart. Once you purchase a fucking flip phone, your shit was wasn't even private no more. Mm-hmm. There's somebody listening to this podcast right now, and they're like, "These guys are pretty bright." <laughs> <laughs> I would say that that a, a lot of that stuff is com- conspiracy, as far as like our our apps listening to us or our yeah. is such and such. Uh, I would say that Mark Zucker they asked him. Are you listening to our conversations when I mean are you you know is your phone are you tapping into people's phone and listening to what they're saying when um, they're on Facebook and he did say no and he did seem like he was he he's, he seemed like he was being pretty honest about it because yeah um to me I don't see to me, to me he's trying to run a business and his business is you know mostly through advertisement yeah and I don't think that uh, a normal um, day-to-day conversation is going to influence um that at like it's so much in like people are talking about nonsense all day like yeah, exactly. you know what i mean like we're talking about you know the word nigga i don't know how nigga is going to correlate to like <laughs> promoting the ad to me <laughs> you, you never know it might be a rap album called nigga <laughs> nas <laughs> nas album pop <laughs> yeah but I was, I was, I was. It, it was interesting though. Just I, li- I watched the, um, the hearing, 
a little bit of it both days and it was it was it was kind of strange it, it it did seem like there was a disconnect it seemed like mark zuckerberg is like hey guys we create these terms and agreement to where um we lay out exactly what we're asking for and what we're using your information on facebook for and then once you sign up you're pretty much agreeing to use that and there are people complaining about deleting Facebook and stuff, but if they would have read the terms and agreement, exactly. they would have known that, you know, Facebook is essentially using everything that you're but putting on Facebook. that's the problem. People don't know how to read. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, I think I think a, li- a little bit of the onus goes on both people. Yeah. Um, a lot of the congressmen were, like, you know, grilling him and saying, like, you know, your ter- his, one guy actually said his terms and agreement sucks. I haven't read it, but... Um, I would say that, you know, even if it did suck, the majority of people that are probably complaining are people that didn't read it at all. That's true. And like I would say, like, if you don't, if you feel so bad about Facebook and you hate the idea of not having any privacy, then you should not have a Facebook. Like your life doesn't, you know, your life doesn't. Yeah. I guess there's benefits to having a Facebook, but if you just deleted your Facebook today, like you won't die. You yeah, won't, yeah, you know. exactly. I, I I remember before all this shit was around, and life was life good. Was good. <laughs> life was good. You know? outside, tasting the air. Yeah, tasting the air, and you know, and when so you got nice. when you got big nose, you get breathe even more air. <laughs> when you a nigga, your nose is a little. Bit <laughs> <laughs> got that black nose. <laughs> nah, man, but. Before all this shit came around, life was fine. Yeah. And I, I just think that people rely on... One of the biggest issues is people rely on Facebook as a one-stop shop. This is where I get my news. This is where I gossip. This is where I'm nosy. This is where... And it's like people have became so... Like, people have became so, like, controlled by it that... Yeah. They're saying, oh, Facebook did this to me. Facebook did that. Like, you've been utilizing Facebook for years. Mm-hmm. Your information has been out there for years. And just because Mark Mark Zuckerberg gets busted, now you want to say something. Yeah. Like, don't be a late bloomer. Yeah. You know, it's just like making an investment. Let's say you make an investment out without doing your proper research. And then you just, you know, <laughs> you've come back five months later and you ain't got no money. And you're like, wait, what happened? Mm-hmm. You didn't pay attention. Yeah. You know, you basically, you invested yourself in something and then it backfired, but you never did, you never did the proper research to find out whether you was getting yourself in, in, in deep water or not. Yeah. One thing, one thing I will say too, is that the only way that Facebook can run is through advertisements, Mm -hmm. through people paying to promote their products and businesses and, and, and albums and stuff on Facebook and movies. And, um, like nothing in life is free. Uh, so like as far as the business model, that's the only way that it works. And yeah. one one thing he did say is that if that is how Facebook has to run, they have to be able to um, pay their employees, you know, pay for their servers and pay for you know every all the overhead and stuff like that. If it has to run like that, why not um, allow Facebook to use the information that you presented to them through your uh, through your profile to um, or what you search to create ads that are like catered to you. So, and if I've probably never searched anything about a gun on Facebook or 
ever promoted anything or ever commented on anything about guns on Facebook. So I never get advertisements about guns, but I do talk about movies and stuff like that. So those things tend to pop up or if I'm looking for, you know, different um, technology and stuff like that, those things tend to pop up also. So it's like if it's going to happen already, why not? let the stuff happen that you know you will probably and i'm i've seen stuff on there that i've actually used so yeah why not you know allow those things to just basically we're in so deep that it's not not like fuck it but like you see what's here yeah it is what it is you know i have a quite question for you though do Mm -hmm. you do you have anything on your facebook that you consider to be something that you don't want shared with the world? Like, is there something so sensitive on your page that you would be like, man, I don't want the whole world seeing this? Nope. Because <laughs> I, I know that anything deep and dark shouldn't be on my fucking Facebook page. Yeah. I, I You got to keep certain shit separate, man. Mm-hmm. Even this podcast, I don't even put this information on my podcast. I created a whole page for it and invited people. Because mm-hmm. you know how some people have, like, you know, local artists, or whatever, they'll tag like 800 fucking people to see their video. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. I don't want to, and I don't want to have a big cluster fuck on my page. Yeah. A, a big cluster mess. So I like to keep things separate. And I also am a pretty private guy. I'm not going to be taking pictures with a bunch of different chicks I talk to mm-hmm. and having all this shit. Like, you got to learn, people have to learn to keep their private life and this social media shit separate, man. Because once some shit gets on there, you can't get it off. Everybody's going to remember you for that. You know? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that, that's the guy that showed his butt. I still got a picture of it. You know, you don't want your butt on the, on the Facebook fucking 30 years down the line. Once you get caught in a club cheating on your pregnant girlfriend, <laughs> kissing two girls, tonguing two girls, getting motorboated by one girl, it's going to be on Facebook for, forever. <laughs> Yep, your kid gonna be fucking 25 like, Dad, why did you suck on her titties like that? I just found this. And be like, well, it happened, and you're here, so... And then the next day, you gotta go to practice with LeBron James, and he just grilling you. Yeah. Ain't nobody worried about no LeBron. LeBron was probably getting some pussy, too. Slam dunking basketballs and girls. Them was some, some fine Puerto Ricans, man. The Tristan Thompson. Group. Oh man, Tristan Thompson about to slam dunk all three of them. He about to have a triple double with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, just the whole Facebook thing, man. I, I really don't. It is a big deal, but it's not. It's a big deal because of you know the information going around yeah. and the whole Facebook, the what do you call the algorithms? Yeah. Where whereas whatever your source of interest or the things you commonly like. Or the post you commonly post. Everything you post is being recorded. <clears throat> so if you're one of those, if you're like, if you're opposed to Trump and you say, I can't, Trump is so stupid. Trump's policies are this. Trump policies are that. Then what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of different people and a lot of like a lot of different news feeds that, that look towards your, I won't say agenda, but your source of interest is going to yeah. pop up. Yeah. If you're pro-Trump. Uh, MAGA 20 whatever and fucking make America great again and we love Trump and blah, blah. what's gonna happen is all the shit that you like and you're interested in regarding Trump is gonna pop up yeah. if you love <clears throat> basketball and you are a basketball freak and a sneakerhead you're gonna have a lot of ads pop up about you know NBA shit and shoes and yeah 
And the problem I have with that, though, is this. It's like some of that shit is a little too, it's just a little too much. Like, have you ever thought about something or you had a conversation with someone? Like, dang, I, sh- I could use some French toast right now. <laughs> and then you keep you, you mention like uh chicken and waffles or some shit and then you go to Facebook and it's on the fucking page. Yeah. And you like, yo. One thing I remember I was filling out some some application for something on eBay or something of that magnitude. And literally it was like, Have you lived in one of these houses? And it was like a house when I used to, it was like a house from when I was like four years old or something like that. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how do they know this information? <laughs> like, man, they watching me, man. Yeah. It's a, it do be getting scary sometimes. And you know, it'd be crazy. Like, imagine you chilling in your house and you hungry and you're like, fuck, I, ain't, I didn't get nothing to, nothing to eat right now. And then a little ad pop up on Facebook like, are you down to your last cold burrito? You know, ah. How the fuck you know I had a frozen burrito in my house? Yeah, that would be scary. Oh, that'd be scary. I'd be like, man. you just dreaming about something. Yeah, man. Like these fools, is, man. Yeah. And then you go in your refrigerator and you really got one burrito left. Mm-hmm. Like not even two. If I had two burritos, I'd be like, oh, okay. So they wasn't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Anything else regarding the Facebook man? I will say the um, <clears throat> the biggest biggest issue was the Cambridge Analytica thing. Oh yeah! And I didn't I I didn't do a lot of research on it, for, but from my understanding, it was like people took these like Facebook quizzes, mm-hmm. and then those um, the people that created those quizzes used the people's information that took those quizzes to manipulate or what they think to man, to manipulate the um, election. Yeah. And I remember I was um, going to tell somebody this um, when I was just, I was just recently on, uh, I was on Amazon or my little, little seller account and a little ad popped up in the corner and it was, um, it was actually something that would like benefit me. So um, I, I ended up clicking on it, but I remember like, at a time where like stuff just looked off like you'd be on the internet and you'd be scrolling and one of those ads popped up and it would just be like nah that ain't real like win a thousand dollars if you click this link or like get a walmart gift card if you click this link and fill out the information yeah you know what i mean and i I already and you know that was that kind of stuff is always in the back of my mind so when i'm seeing something like that I'd be like, damn, that's kind of skeptical. Like, let me click, oh, yeah. let me see if this is real. So, like, definitely when I used to see those quizzes, whatever kind of quiz it was, yeah. like, um, what kind of superhero are you, or um, what Harry Potter character are you, or what Avenger character are you, I would never click on that just because it just looks sketchy to me already. Mm-hmm. So now that I know they just stealing that information and like you know yeah. running off with it and doing whatever with definitely. it, I definitely ain't clicking on the mugs now. And some people <laughs> just dumb. They don't. They're, they're not even skeptical. They just so they're so impressionable. They're like, I like Peter Pan. <laughs> it's like, golly, boy, yeah. you you a dumb one. <laughs> yeah. So just if you're skeptical about anything on social media or any platform, don't click on it. Don't even. You get a weird inbox at at, at three in the morning, like send this to twelve people or have seven years bad luck. I'm like, man, fuck you. I ain't, <laughs> it. I ain't looking at this. I just delete the whole link before I even open up. Like, man, yeah. y'all tripping. Well, switching gears, switching gears, higher education, 
Um, there are some you had mentioned earlier in regards to that. Yeah. Um, now, me, I can't tell you too much about it. I definitely agree that having a degree uh, will definitely enhance your chances of having a great career. Mm-hmm. Now, do you need a degree? No, but at the same time, you you do. Mm-hmm. If you if, as far as if you want to be successful, it looks way better on your resume that you to have a degree than to not have one. Yeah. If you have certifications, let's say you don't have a degree, but you have a ton of certifications, you have a lot of experience. That looks great. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> college is a process, a very grueling process. Yeah. And anyone who knows you've been through that process and your your study, basically what you're studying, if it is relative to your career and you go and look and you try to get that job, you will be ahead of anyone without a degree. That's just the honest to God truth. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even if you're not better than them at that job, then they're going to look at you because you do have a degree and that person doesn't Mm -hmm. because they're going to think about like, hey, if this person was so serious about this, why don't they have a degree? Yeah. So higher education is definitely important. Yeah. Definitely. What's your take, man? Um, I would say it it's um there's there's always a success story that would say the opposite. You know, there's, you know, people that dropped out of school and they became extremely rich. I think, you know, all these, you know, Apple, Microsoft, and all these guys, you know, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, they all, you know, went to one class and then all of a sudden became billionaires or whatever. Um, But um, there was a statistic that I read and it said that um, 80% of all millionaires have a college degree. And it's not to say that that's not like some go to college propaganda, go to college and you'll be rich propaganda. It's just to say that there's a there's a lot of people out there on the internet, especially on YouTube. I'm sure there's like, you know, there's a video out there that probably has like 2 million views on should you go to college or don't go to college and here's why or, or whatever like yeah. that. Um, but it's just to say that, you know, don't completely dismiss college because you think that, you know, someone that's that has um, became successful without college because statistics show that, you know, the top 1% of the people in, you know, America probably have um, a college degree. And co- to me, college is so much more than a dollar figure. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you can gain from going, going to college. You, you learn to be you know, you learn to be independent. You learn to live on your own. You learn to ha- you learn how to survive. You learn, yeah. Um, you meet friends, lifelong friends, and you know potential business partners, and you know potential people that you could reach out to in a time of need. Or you know, people might be in a certain place, and they might be able to get you a job. Or you know, so a lot of people even meet you know their lifelong partners there and stuff like that. So, and it, it's just there's a lot of like you know, intangible things that you can definitely, uh, benefit from, from going to school. And even if you don't want to be like a person that goes there just to be like successful, you also have college parties and, you know, some of them are crazy. So, you know, that's all. (laughs) If you, if you watch, you know, like project X and you want to live that kind of lifestyle, then, you know, go to college for a few years and, you know, have fun. And then 
once you w walk across the stage, that's when the real world hits, and you know you may be sad about it, or you can fail a few classes and take another year of school and try it again. But no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, it's just like I'm not like one to preach like going or not going, but I'm just saying don't be swayed by these people out there that are saying like I'm a college. There's like even people with. Um, license plates on their car like I'm a college dropout and I made more than my teachers or like you know just stuff like that like there should really be no comparison don't go to school because go to school because you want to don't go to yeah. school because someone's trying to like influence you to do something True. because there's there's benefits on both sides and you and it's really like a you know a never-ending argument if you want to I would say like if you want to start if you want to start a business um a lot of, you know, business schools only teach you how to work for someone else. So yeah. you may go to school and you may not learn anything about, you know, being an entrepreneur. But, you know, those same people that would be like, don't go to college. There's some people that just want to be like nurses or they want to be doctors or they want to be architects or they want to be engineers and stuff like that. And generally in those professions, you need a college degree. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And a lot of those people, they do become extremely successful and some of them become millionaires or even like where I went to, I went to film school and <clears throat> I didn't necessarily need to get a degree, um, to finish film or I didn't need a degree to actually work in the field. There's many people that are successful, um, filmmakers and directors like Quentin Tarantino didn't go to film school, Yeah, but there's also people that did go to film school, like, you know, the director of Black Panther went to um, went to USC film school. So, you know, there's always, you know, there's always going to be someone on both both ends. But you just kind of have to make that decision for yourself and, you know, don't go in looking for that perfect example of a perfect a perfect example of a person that did do it or didn't do it. Just make this decision that's best for you and yourself definitely it's it's not only following your heart and genuinely genuinely investing yourself in something mm -hmm. because most millionaires are going to be not going to say i hate my job because yeah. they making money they yeah. making money because they're doing something they enjoy yeah and they grind it i think the number the prime example is kevin hart yeah this dude is, is literally the hardest working man in show business him and guys like steve harvey they got multiple jobs. They own the go 24-7. Mm -hmm. And it is like, I mean, I know Kevin Hart doesn't have a college degree, mm -hmm. but he didn't want to, he didn't go that route. Mm -hmm. That wasn't, that wasn't what he wanted. He wanted to be a comedian mm -hmm. and he stopped at nothing. He, he told a lot of great stories about when he was flat broke and all kind of stuff. And it's a process, man. It's a mm -hmm. process. And there's no straight path to success. Yeah. Everybody's going to have their individual process and 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 that's you got to follow your heart yeah that's that's pretty much all you can do yeah what i will say about the education though is education doesn't always have to be formal yeah as you know human beings you should always want to strive to learn something new or you know there's always a book there's always especially books a lot of people i think a lot of people should open more books um, or, you know, get the audio books or, you know, listen to people on YouTube that are successful in whatever field and um, utilize that information to, to better yourself. <clears throat> you can learn, you can learn a lot just by opening a book as, as, and you could almost like 
shorten that length of time, like going to college, a lot of it is like taking general, you take like two years of general education classes, which are like typically nonsense. Um, but if you're just like a person that just likes to be in school, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect you in, in, in that sense. But sometimes you can take certain, or you have to take certain classes that you kind of get bored with. And you're just like, why am I sitting in this resume or not that you can, you kind of need a resume, but yeah. why am I sitting in this like uh, technical writing class? Like this is never going to, you know, help me in my future or, you know, some of those classes you just like, this is just completely nonsense. But, um, you know, so if, if you don't go to college route and you just, you know, pick up a book and you're learning on your own, you streamline all of this, um, stuff and, you know, you just kind of get out in the, you know, your college is your real world experience. So, yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Um, like you said, education doesn't have to be formal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can grow yourself uh, by you can grow yourself by getting information within that field. Uh, but as far as higher education is concerned, uh, just give it your best. If it's not for you, then you're gonna have to find another way. Your area of interest is going to make you successful. Do what you're great at. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, there are some people that are not very educated at all that make a lot of money. And yeah. it's not because they said, fuck college. Oh, do, do, do. Yeah. It's because that's just not where they just they just move different. Mm-hmm. You know, I have people that tell me now it's not too late to go back to college, Eddie. And I'm thinking like, look, man, uh, I dropped out for a reason. OK, <laughs> yeah. I don't I, it's not that I'm dumb. It's just that I don't feel like I did not have the mental threshold like to stay in college. It just was really overwhelming. It was something that I just wasn't my area of interest. And, you know, I'm doing something that I enjoy that I can uh, build off of, you know, the the trucking industry. There's a lot of room for growth and I plan on striving in that career field. Yeah. Um, Everybody does something different, whether it's it's uh, medical stuff or film or whatever it is. And it's just college just ain't for me, man. Yeah, it just (laughs) it ain't for me. But that's just me. Yeah. I think a lot, a lot of going to college is about finding what you're interested in early because if you within if you don't go into college, a lot of people go into college undeclared and they're just kind of taking English and math classes and you know hoping that along the way they find something they're interested in. Um, I think a lot of people that just drop out are those people that don't really know what they really want to do or they think they want to be an English major and then they get into school and they realize that, you know, it's not what they thought it would be, or they want to be a engineer and they realize that classes are extremely hard. And that, that statement of, you know, them saying that the classes are too hard is probably just, um, them making an excuse for not really loving the process. Cause if it's something that you really want, then you'll probably you'll probably figure out a way to get past that the difficulty in it. So, Definitely. Yeah, I think if if uh, a lot of a lot more people would be um, college goers if they were able to figure out what did they what they really wanted to do in life before they got there. And you know. yeah, <clears throat> that's true. I agree but disagree because a young person's mind is not going to evaluate what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They've got all kinds of shit going on, you know, and sometimes you're you're really when you're really young, you're distracted. You know, you, you, you you're not on your classwork as you should be. Mm-hmm. And, and 
if you are, you still don't know, or if you're distracted, you're just chasing pussy around campus, and <laughs> you don't got your head screwed on straight. I, I just think that it's all a process. Yeah. And and sometimes we figure out a little bit later what's important, yeah. and we figure out where we want to go. And sometimes we don't know what we want to do until we're 30, till we're 28. Mm-hmm. So if you're a younger person, you want to find out what you want to do. It's going to be a little bit difficult, but just don't let anyone really influence that decision. Try to make that decision organically. And if you figure out what it is you want to do, bam, you got it. Yeah. But other than that, I couldn't tell you because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do when I was in college. I was just, I was a kinesiology major. Um, but like I said, I dropped out. Yeah. So I could say what if, but I, I'd just rather not because, <laughs> you know, I decided to do something else and I'm glad that, that uh, that's working out for me at the current time. Yeah. Anything else to add on that, brother? No, sir. All right, man. Well, um, this is just that people are going to talk about this next topic forever. So we just want to do a one and done. And this is this whole Khloe Kardashian, uh, Christian Thompson fiasco. Now, it's nothing serious because people cheat every day. We live in a very (laughs) unloyal society. People fuck everybody. They don't give a fuck. Okay. But first of all, let me say this. Okay. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically Khloe Kardashian's boyfriend, a fiance, one of them. I don't know. Um, he's uh, he, he plays power forward slash center for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he was in a situation recently where three women were uh, sitting next to him at like a ball, uh, like a, a upscale club. And they're uh, they're grabbing on his junk and one chick's motorboating and putting their titties in his mouth and. And the thing about it is this, okay? I see a bunch of uh, people coming to Chloe's defense. This is ridiculous. I can't believe this. And I'm like, you know what? I understand that we live in a society when something happens to a woman, other women come into defense of that other woman. I get it. But don't do that. Because in this situation, Chloe Kardashian was just like the chicks that was grabbing dick. She was the original dick grabber. <laughs> what? She was the original dick grabber. She... Knew that Tristan Thompson had a baby mama that was pregnant while she was talking to him. So now she's pregnant and the same shit happened to her. Yeah. So I don't feel sorry for anyone. I think we're all adults. We all make decisions and understand. Mm -hmm. And and another thing too, ladies, if you're going to mess with a guy, he has to be built for that. To be a father, to be a husband. You can't be messing with some, you know, uh, fancy uh, upscale like... Uh, a ladies man type of guy you need that low key works a lot uh, works on his car in the free time hangs with his family low key dude you need a man that can step into that role because just because you like somebody and you love him that don't mean that he's father material that he's husband material you know that you gotta like that's a whole nother lane you you can't even be in a position to have three women grabbing your dick you need to be like it's the truth. If you're trying to be a husband or like a, a good man, you can't even be in an area where women could have access to your dick like that, man. You should have your dick in the house with your girl or your family, or you should just not be doing stuff like that. So I blame him for that. But as far as her, I don't feel sorry for her at all. You know, they live in a different world where pretty much everybody's fucking everybody, obviously. They're celebrities, they're very loose morally. From what I can see, I don't, I'm not judging them. We all adults. And shit, for all we know, we don't know nothing. What if they had an open relationship? 
that's becoming more popular nowadays because we live in such an unloyal society. They say, fuck it, they're going to fuck somebody anyway, so might as well let them do it. We don't know what's going on, which is the number one point. Yeah. So it's only so much speculation that in, in regards to this situation that we could really say, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy, man. I think the cra- the craziest part for me is that if this is, um, he got caught on camera in a club or, and then he got caught again, come out of a, a hotel or something like that. Stupid. And these are, I think one was like in October and then one was more recent. <clears throat> However it played out, for him to get caught on camera these times means that he was doing it a whole bunch throughout the relationship. Oh, man. It was probably times where he cheated, he came home. He could. He probably literally could have cheated, came home, got her pregnant, and then just went about his day. <laughs> like Pretty much. Yeah. This dude is a machine. Yeah. This guy's playing 82 NBA games and fucking everybody's wife. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yeah. it, you know, it, how do you, I mean, you can't expect to get away. I don't even know if he's trying to hide it. That's, that's why. What I, that's, that was kind of my point. Yeah, like, I mean, and then to make it worse, like, <laughs> you the biggest black dude walking around. You're like six foot ten. Like, you're yeah. six nine, six, six ten. You dating one of the most popular yeah. people in America. Yeah, you dating one of the most popular people in America with a big fake ass, and then now, <laughs> and and now everyone knows your face. They they knew you a little bit before because obviously you're in the NBA, but now you're an NBA guy dating Chloe. Her last high profile relationship was with fucking Harden, and then before that it was with Odom. So she is like an NBA chick. If you ain't bouncing the ball, then you can't hit that. You got to be bouncing the ball. That's funny. If you can bounce a basketball, then you can get Chloe. Just be a big black guy and and you seal the deal. But but anyways, it's just like the guy's not even trying to hide it. Yeah. And it's just what kills me too is I don't get caught up in people's shit. Mm-hmm. I think that with the social media, people get a little too personal when they need to back the fuck up. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. They don't. They're like, oh, wow, these men ain't shit. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go again. Yeah. And like I tell, I'm thinking like, first of all, if you don't plan on going lesbian, you need to shut the fuck up. We don't know. We, we, yeah. I keep saying, we don't know what, where their relationships stand. Yeah, we don't know. All we know is what TMZ and Perez Hilton is saying. Like, we yeah. don't really know what's going on um, inside there. They could have been, you know, on the rocks. They could have yeah. been broken up. They yep. they might have been together. We, we, we really don't know. We really don't. We really don't know anything. What I would say is. However, their relationship is, it is just a bad look. Like, mm-hmm. you got your girl, she do any day now, you all in the club or coming out of hotels. Like, that's just a bad. That's that's some nigga activity. Yeah, that, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not nigger, that's nigger shit right there. <laughs> Dang, man. It, and it, it's crazy. I just, like I said, it goes back to what I said. Like, you have to be built a certain way to be an honorable man. Your woman is due any day now, and you think about pussy. You got your priorities fucked up. Y'all about to start the playoffs. You about to start the playoffs. You need focus. Yeah. You got. You know how many? You know how? Like, it's crazy. I'm a regular dude. I'm not making like I'm some fucking ladies man because I'm not. But at the same time, I'm not impressed. Like, I've had enough experience with women to know that I am not going to be impressed by any woman. I don't care how pretty she is. How nice her ass is. If I choose a woman to be with, she is priority. I'm not going to fuck that up. Yeah. Because as a man, when you invest yourself in someone like in a relationship or 
you know, you're married or you're engaged. That's a whole new lane, homie. You have no business, no business stepping out and fucking that up. Because mm-hmm. you're cheating on yourself more than you're cheating on your girl. Imagine if, imagine, okay, imagine if you're, you're just this super player. You fucked all these women. And now this one woman comes, comes into your life. Just for you to commit to her is a big deal. Because you ain't committed to nobody else, but it's something about her that made you say, look, I love this girl. But then the selfish, side, the selfish, ignorant side of you still made you want to run around and chase pussy. So now if you lose that woman, all you got is this pussy out there. And can't none of these women do shit for you, bro. Like none of them can do nothing for you. Nothing. All they can do is give you pussy. And it's like, once you've been with enough women, it's like, it doesn't excite you to be with another one. Because you basically already had her. She just like any other girl that you could have been with, but this girl that you chose is different, bro. You cannot fuck that up. Evidently, Chloe must not be that special, or he's just a fucking idiot. And it's actually falling on both of them, because like I said, she was the original dick grabber, just like them girls in the club. But yeah. nobody want to talk about that, though. Nobody want to talk about that, too. About three women, three, grabbing this man's dick in a club in broad daylight, motorboating him. Nobody say nothing about that. Them women knew he had a girl. You think they didn't know that? That's crazy. They- I would I would say that you know I I stand with you as far as like you know not messing up like a good relationship. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know what it feels like to be <laughs> Tristan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? As yeah. women throwing women in your DMs, women throwing it at you, women willing. To, yeah. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, cause somebody somebody said like I I don't know unless I uh, eventually get to that certain level mm-hmm. of notoriety. But somebody said you only as faithful as your options. So I could I because when like you know we having this conversation and um, we're talking about how bad it is, but at the same time, it's so many examples oh of God. success like Jay Z. Yeah. Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, Tristan Thompson. Oh man, it's like the list goes on and on and yeah. on and on. I, I just like, think it just takes a certain type of mentality. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, but I think whenever you're a high profile guy or in general, I think you should. I think the perfect example to use in this situation, the perfect example to use in this situation is Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter was basically single his whole MLB career playing baseball. Yeah. And he was taking down the baddest celebrities. He was he was messing with all the top actresses yeah. and everything. And it was like, damn, Derek Jeter's talking to her. Oh, he's talking to her. Yeah. So I know Derek Jeter was smashing all kinds of chicks. But now Derek Jeter is married and has a kid. He waited to the end of his <clears throat> baseball career. <clears throat> so I'm not trying to make it like he's Mr. Faithful or nothing like that. But this dude was basically a bachelor his whole baseball career. Until you know you can commit, don't commit. That's my opinion. I don't care if it's a good woman right in front of you and you know she is great. If you know you can't control your dick, then don't mess with her. Because you're just going to fuck her up. And now you're going to have women like her running around saying, niggas ain't shit. Or men aren't any good. Or all these same things we hear all the time are based on not only what men do, but what women do. Women know they can get men to fuck up. Just like... Um, oh, you mean the women that yeah, are taking advantage of exactly. Tristan Thompson. It, exactly. Thompson. It's two flips. 
women saying that men ain't shit is not just based off of what men are doing. It's what they can yeah, do and what they have done. Sure. Meaning they could get a married man to buy them shit. They could yeah. get a married man to fuck them or do whatever they want. And it's a lot. There are some men that have willpower to say, hey, look, I'm married. This is not cool. Like, we don't need to talk anymore. Leave this. Leave me alone. But a lot of men will be like, oh, that's funny. So when do you want to have lunch? And then lunch turn into, oh, you want me to come by your apartment? And then come by your apartment, turn into fucking. You got a full-fledged married man, probably been married 20-some years, and now he fucking somebody. And women that have been on that side, they know that men are, men, they fall into temptation way too easy. And a lot of men don't even have standards. They will like fuck anything. It's like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't do that. That's why a lot of women feel that way. It's two flips to that coin. It's not only based off of what men have done. It's what they know. They know what they can get men to do. Becky with the good hair knew Jay-Z and Beyonce was together. <laughs> Becky with the good hair. Becky. So I, I I think that that's just a... I don't... I can't really... If Jay-Z did something, which if he more likely he did, I just think the whole way it was described was more or less it was just like pub. It was like publicity type shit. You know, I don't really know how much of that really was going on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, no disrespect to Beyonce, one of the best musicians ever. But she's starting to get washed, bro. Like, <laughs> I like Beyonce. I you like Beyonce? Yeah, I ain't got nothing bad to say. About All right, Kanye. But like I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going <laughs> Uh, it's just I don't know, man. It is it, she's not as relevant as she was, in my opinion. You know, and I like Beyonce, but damn, man, it's just I don't know the whole cheating thing between them two. I can't call it, but once again, it's none of my business. I just don't feel right as a man, including myself into someone else's life and giving my opinion off of that because I don't really know. Yeah. But this is this whole Tristan Thompson Chloe thing. It's just a. It's just. A, a small example of how much dysfunction exists in relationships nowadays. It's like people don't even give a fuck. They just do it. I don't know why people even give a relationship a, tr- a chance. Yeah. Like you might as well just you might as well just be single. Don't worry about what people say about you. Like, oh, why don't you have a girlfriend or why aren't you married? Don't worry about none of that. Just keep that shit to yourself. And don't ruin somebody else's life and experiences. Like, just don't do that. That's real. That's real. Any, any Anything uh, else regarding that situation there? Nope. We look forward to the playoffs. See how Tristan Thompson plays. Yeah. Yeah, because Tristan Thompson don't be putting up no numbers. Yeah. So we got to hope that this cheating gave him some energy because he busted a lot of nuts. So we got to hope that <laughs> Is he going to miss a game to, well... Supposedly she's due any day now to get the mm-hmm. playoffs start on Saturday. Is he gonna be the one that missed one of the games to go see his? Like that's your baby. That's your baby, man. You gotta be there. But the <clears> thing <throat> about it is, you should have been there for your girl when you was out getting pussy, man. You had no <laughs> business being out there, man. This dude. Rest. We all we all know this, man. You had no business being out there while your girl was pregnant. I don't care how annoyed you get by your girl, man. Even if you got to step out the house for a little bit, go over your boy house. Yeah. Like, don't. I just can't. I couldn't do it, man. I ain't going to front. If this was a reality show, this would be mad interesting. It, it got so, Like, I don't. 
I don't care about like like their personal lives. Like I'm not the one that's like watching E news every week to see what's going on. Exactly. But I'm curious to see how this plays into the locker room and how like this affects the team. What is Ty Lu saying? Like that's interesting. What I don't think it does anything because at the end of the day, you all just grown men doing the job. Yeah. And men, we don't we don't really get thrown off track. Like if I. If, if if it's like a teammate of mine and he did't did some shit and cheated on his wife or something, I'ma still be like, hey man, fuck all that, man. We gotta play. Yeah. If you can't play, then you need to sit your ass down and get somebody else that can play. Mm-hmm. Like, how does it affect the locker room? It shouldn't affect the locker room. Honestly, I say it shouldn't, but you know, I don't know. I mean, like, because because no. there was rumors going out that LeBron didn't even want her coming to the games and stuff like that. So, yeah, well, LeBron's a team guy. So maybe that could be have some validity to it. Yeah. LeBron's a team guy. LeBron willing to do anything. I'm not a LeBron fan by any means, but LeBron is willing to do anything to win, including throwing himself on the ground and flopping for no damn reason. He's stupid. <laughs> so I, I could buy the fact that LeBron James wasn't having all that, but it's yet to be seen. We'll definitely get this yeah, uh We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll find out more about this. And uh, hopefully you guys are tuning in on the next podcast. Yeah, man. It's your boy, K. Fings. Thanks for listening. It's your boy, Ed, man. You've been listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. Peace. Peace.